There's got to be an explanation to all these UFO sightings, right? Hey, it's Stephen Diener, host of the Unidentified Alien Podcast. And whether you're new to the conversation or have been looking into it for years, you need to check out the fastest growing alien show out there, the Unidentified Alien Podcast, or UAP for short. There's a crazy amount of alien encounter stories out there from all over the world. And the beauty of it is that I bring them all to you and let you decide what you believe. Download and subscribe to UAP on any of the major podcasting platforms. And you can also find it on UAPpodcast.com. The choice of a lawyer is important and shouldn't be based on an ad. After a serious car accident, people have two questions. Why me and what now? Well, no one knows why you, but I'm Terry Crouppen, and my law firm Brown & Crouppen sure can help with the what now. Car repairs, medical bills, lost wages, pain and suffering. We're Brown & Crouppen, and we've got all those answers. All you have to do is call. 222-2222. KPNT HD2, Collinsville, St. Louis. Welcome back, Ryan Kelly. Morning after it is uh, eight twenty-four in St. Louis on Tuesday, August twenty-second, two thousand and twenty-three. Timothy Michael McKernan, Jackson Burkett is about to go to Las Vegas, but he is in the studio today. The Michelob Ultra Studios filling in for Doug Vaughn, who has the day off. Ken Strode is handling uh, fourth quarter projections for Hubbard. I think the Seattle market is uh, is, is what he is. He's looking at uh, revenue up uh, in the Pacific Northwest. Uh, Plowhawk is in on the ones and twos. KG and O-Town is also heading to Las Vegas, but he is in the Sekman studios. You are uh, able to text into the show anytime you would like, 314-881-TMA5. Just store it in your phone, and then just become a friend of the feather. Become an active friend of the feather. Yeah, it really is. And you can call in. We got a call from Tucker this morning. Uh, Larry Nickel was on the program as well. And then you'll have the Design Air Heating and Cooling email of the day at 945, the morning after at InsideSTL.com, Design Air, online at DesignAirService.com. On a day like today, it's a nice day to go down to Ted Drew's and cool off. Ted Drew's frozen custard. Oh, my goodness. Uh, all these delicious flavors for the summer of 2023, including the brand-new City Red, which is Ted's famous frozen custard, the vanilla with... Uh, maraschino cherries, coconut flakes, and Dad's Scotch Oatmeal Cookies. It's all in one, and it's called the City Red in honor of the first-place doggies. City Red, along with the Cardinal Sin, the S'mores Concrete. That's a go-to for me. That's a go-to for me. me Located on Chippewa and on South Grand. The South Grand location has been open since 1931. It's the oldest frozen custard stand in the country. Ted Drew's Frozen Custard. On the south side, it really is good, guys and gals. A wonderful St. Louis tradition. So, Francesa was on the, with the Barstool Boys yesterday. Jackson, why don't you set these uh, audio clips up? Yeah, so the first one, Plowhawk, when he uh, when I, it's titled Francesa Barstool, is how him talking about how him and Mad Dog changed the radio game forever. Mm. Um, then came Pardon the Interruption, which is, as Tony, who I've known forever, has told me, it's Mike and the Mad Dog. It's what it is. Yeah. I mean, that's basically it. Yeah. Did you ever feel that way? Like, Oh, I knew what we had. Ch we changed radio completely because radio before us, sports radio, was a guy basically at night, not during the day. There was no 
programming of sports all day. Right. At, after 6 o'clock, there was a guy doing sports talk in every town. He'd have a bell or, he'd, you know, he had a couple of gimmicks. Yep. And he would, the Pete Franklin of the world, okay, mm -hmm. if you guys know who Pete Franklin is, okay. Um, that's how it was. It was one guy working in the later hours of the day or on weekends, doing sports, doing trivia, doing stuff. And then we created the two-man show. Now, the ironic thing is the two guys who created the two-man show as being the format that became everywhere. We never have worked with anybody else. We've only worked solo since yeah. we split up. So, because neither of us you knew how to take a partner. You, you know, can't, it really like, was, it was uncomfortable for either of us to take a partner. Yeah. Because we were always synonymous with one partner, you know? Yeah. So that's been the difference, but. Your girlfriend. Just in honor of Doug, I'll be critical of the edit point. <sighs> so, I, so Iggy, I'm gonna, have to, I'm, gonna, I'm gonna turn to you on this. I guess I'm thinking about it. Mike and the Mad Dog was the first sports talk show. Is that accurate? Uh, WFAN in New York City? Because they, they had Imus on in the morning, so they weren't all sports all the time. And then Imus had the Rutgers thing in 2007, so then I think that's when they started doing all sports all day. Well, I don't know when he was talking about. I mean, I know they started, I think, in 89 or 90. All right, okay. So to say there was no talk shows late night and 1380 in st louis was the first station is that right 92 and who did afternoons in st in st louis was claiborne doing claiborne it? yeah claiborne or slayton um jay was part of the morning show i think mornings um i was there and then he had a bunch of other guys that what show were you producing randy hugh was there brian mckenna was there um Kim Hibbs was there, who went on to, I think, be like the a news anchor. program director at KMOV for a while. Um, so he had a lot of guys doing shows throughout the day. So to say that everything was one guy at nighttime is wrong. KMOX had a sports department, but it obviously wasn't, isn't a sports talk station. But yeah, the sports talk format in St. Louis at the very least. I mean, I can't speak to like, you know, I mean, there are, there are signature sports talk brands throughout the country. The ticket in Dallas, WIP in Philadelphia. Um, they weren't around when we were around. Okay, is that right? I think the time when Boston Kate, has two big ones, if I'm not mistaken. Now New York has ESPN. I'm trying to think of what's another one that's like a, I mean, a monster. Philadelphia had WIP. Yeah, WIP. Um, I've been to WIP. But at the time when KASP started in 92, there were only five sports stations. Ours. Really? WFAN and three other ones. Is that right? Yeah. So I think Mad Dog. So I mean, then, so when Francesca is saying, there's some truth to it, then. Well, yeah, there wasn't a ton of them, but to say there was none except for them is wrong. Of course, he's just boasting like he always does. He <clears> changed <throat> sports talk radio. No, he didn't. Sports talk radio, sports talk radio. But the point is, it wasn't. I think what it was like Bob Burns and Bob Bragg, who were two post dispatch riders. When I bust tables at Pietro's, Bob Burns would come in. I think every day they had a sandwich named after, if I'm not mistaken. Uh, they would do a show at night on KMOX. After Cardinal Baseball, usually. Is that what it was? And that's where the trade proposal came from, which is why Doug says, I love trade proposals. And, and now it becomes something that we mock, which is the asinine trade proposal. Let's give up Balak Burleson, you know, and, and get Shohei Otani or whatever. But that's what it was. And it, and it was that kind of dry, serious sports thing. So I have talked with people who are in radio and have been in radio for a long time in St. Louis, still in radio, and say, in a way, that kind of format in St. Louis is what people associated with sports talk 
And so for older people, anytime somebody wouldn't talk sports, they're like, you're not doing it right because these guys did it. And subconsciously, that became what you thought was, quote unquote, right. And that isn't necessarily the way that it's done. So in other words, the way it's done more often is closer to the Francesa Mad Dog thing. And now it's certainly way more, for younger people anyway, more of the barstool thing or, you know, however one would want to describe it. The guy talk thing, that gets applied to this show, and I just go, that's not it, but whatever. I don't really call call it whatever you want. It doesn't matter to me. The guy I'll give credit to with kind of starting that in St. Louis is Brian McKenna. He was doing it in 92 with Randy Hugh. They started a show. I don't know who Randy Hugh is. He, He was a hockey guy. He was like Jackson. Mid- you must know him then. Yeah, well, he, well, that was way back. But he was known for his hockey, and they would do his show, and they called it Shirt and Skins. And McKenna, even though there was no YouTube back then, he's in the studio. He's got a shirt off doing a show in the nice. studio. Hot. Uh, but he would he would go out there and, and say a bunch of off the wall stuff that nobody was doing, nobody else at the station was doing. Um, I will say we were the first station to do a specialty show. I mean, we did two of them. Jay and I did a collectible show, and. Um, Vicky Pimentel and I did Vicky a... Vicky Pimentel. Uh, no, Jay and I started a bowling show. and Jay was involved in the bowling show? Yeah, Jay was the first host of the... First co-host of the bowling show. We Is did it at K- right? We did it at KSP for like a year before... We, or half a year before we went off the air. And at the same time, Vicky Pimentel and I were doing a collectible show on a Saturday at KSP in 92. So I don't think out of the other five or six stations, anybody was doing any kind of specialty show. That reminds me. I think we need to update our trivia questions for uh, Morning Grind history. Because, were you at KFNS in 2004 when the, when this show started? I was uh, in... I you think might have been at 1380. I was back. I came back uh, from Springfield and went to work at 1380. Okay. So when the, the very first day, and this might have only lasted a week, this might activate producer Joe if he's listening, although Joe wasn't, he, Joe might not have been here for this, um, the show was me, Martin, the cat. Joe started like two weeks in because he had to leave the lawn job in Atlanta. F- feeder program for sports radio producers in St. Louis. Absolutely. What you do before and after radio. <laughs> <laughs> it always goes back to landscaping. Yeah. Uh, Stedman was not the board operator. Nickel was Banny Rooster, too. Was he? Yeah, if you're doing Mount Rushmore of Banty people associated with TMA, he'd be a sneaker play, but he is he's right there as George Washington live. But Vicky Pimentel was actually on the show doing sports, sports updates. updates. She yeah. was, and I remember she came in and I guess they told her to interact with us. And I remember looking across and, like, the cat was in my line of sight here and Martin was over where that trophy is. And she came in and it was, we didn't have anything against her. We just didn't know she was on the show. And she came in and she started cracking wise, <laughs> you know, with three incredibly, you know, whatever, big smartasses. Yeah. <laughs> you know, I don't know who the biggest smartass is of the three, but there's three, three smartasses in there. And, like, the look on the cat's face when she started doing material. <laughs> it's like, what the hell happened? I think that lasted a week, and then we then we decided to pivot. But she was actually one of the original members of this program. Fun facts for no one tell. I, and it, and I, I had, it didn't even cross my mind because it's been, it's been two decades. But, yes, that 
that happened. They I think she was. Yeah, I think she was the first woman in St. Louis to do sports. Well, this is sports a show radio. where friends feel they can drop That's in correct. at any time. That's correct. Iggy, I was looking at your photo album yesterday that you posted on Facebook and yeah. National Radio me, Day. They only let me post 80. I could have went like 150. I, well, I got to go see what's doing. I, you posted some pictures. I really enjoyed. Like it, I had a big smile on my face scrolling through, including. Uh, I wish I, I don't know the gentleman's name, but doing radio with the go-go dancers to the no, side that's, of That's Brian McKenna. Brian McKenna. That's back in the man days when they oh, decided. a lot of porn stars on these. Well, I just put some of the people I've interviewed and who I've been associated with with radio. I really, and the picture of you and Adam Sandler. Hey, there's me, you, and Anna Marie in our basement. Yeah, well, <laughs> Is we that were the less popular? Uh, <laughs> we were watching Mizzou, and I had the Alabama, so it's sports-related. Yeah, I would have not been happy with you that day if I was there. Yeah, uh, me, Well, me, the Plowhawk was there, right? Like a... He was wearing he was wearing crimson tide gear. Ugh. Yeah, me oh, and were just rooting for Alabama all day. Ugh, I don't know how Pete stomached it. The Kentucky one went tough. Oh god, yeah, I, was, I actually been the live wire because that was BS. <laughs> yeah, Pete Pete had a tough time with the Kentucky I one. Bet. I never <laughs> realized how many pictures I have on my phone because I said oh, I'll throw some pictures up there of radio days and and I was halfway through my album and I'd already put eighty up there. Yeah, I, I really did enjoy looking. I got to start pictures. deleting some of these. Ah, I think they're all gold. No, not those, but I got so many pictures on my phone. that. Don't really... look at you and Henry Aaron. Don't need to be there. That was a fun moment. Coco dancers with Brian McKenna. That's such a good picture. Gosh, that, was a, that was the man. What was our thought process behind that? Like people driving by would see that and t- tune in? Well, I remember Jeff Burton. He, uh, kiddingly, tongue-in-cheek, told our sales, I wasn't, I'm not going to say sales staff, our sales person, we had one, right. uh, nice. that, man, you know, somebody's going to have a wreck out there. You might as well go ahead and get a... Uh, insurance company to sponsor that. He get great idea. He's on the phone calling insurance companies. We got go-go dancers. There may be a crash sponsored by. I said, what an idiot. No wonder this place is going down. The go-go dancers are dancing the sports talk radio, by the way, too. Like, <laughs> I, I think that's very underrated to think there's no, there's no headphones in their, like, no earbuds that they're dancing. They're literally hearing a breakdown of, like, a Cardinal game in August and they're just dancing to that. Like, it's, I just, I it's can't so imagine. awkward on every... And I'm the board off, so I'm, like, right next to these people. Where's, like, where's the money-making strategy there? Like, there was none. They just thought they would, get some, they would get some kind of pub that somebody would see it and God, they were so talk on a news station. They got some stripper in the window. It was just stupid. I mean, so I, don't, I don't believe... McKenna would be able to tell me this. I don't believe him and Jeff even knew they were coming in. Oh, so all of a sudden, there's go. That'd be great. Much if you like go-go dancers. Much like Vicky right Pimentel. Yeah, like, like doing the show. Like, what is going on here? <laughs> oh, it was a Tuesday. Are you supposed to be here? <laughs> Performance. Great, great well. pick, Ziggy. I especially love the pics of you and Jay. When did you meet Sinbad? I'll have to check out that interview. That's from <laughs> Aunt Peg, wonderful ball striker. It's planned today. <laughs> is it really? Yeah, I think so. There, there's a picture <laughs> of you uh, in like a suit with another gentleman who's like is up to your chest, and he makes you look Make like you're, like six six. Tim wouldn't know who he is. Uh, I'm scrolling through all these pictures right now. I, I can't remember who it was, but I was that like, was, you're not very, I, you're not short, but you're not very tall. No, I was standing on a chair. Okay, that makes sense. Because, you look like because, you're this, uh, big sexy Kevin Nash. Is that, is this no, one right here? No. Is this, that what you were talking about, Jackson? No, no, no It's no, an no, NBA no. player. And I think the NBA, pl- NBA look player was you, like, like snuggling eight. up to Doug at Maggie O'Brien's. It was 6'8". Um, and that was probably 93 because we were at the uh and studios in Clayton. Oh, and, Bill Bradley? Yeah, Bill Bradley. Ran for president. Oh, he was wow. leading Al Gore in the Democratic primary at one point. And that is my office, which is like a sitting area where, right where the KZK studio was, where Easy Ed Goodman and Mary Phelan were doing a show. And I had a coffee table and a couch, and that's where I did my producing. <laughs> that's all Bill, you need. We had Bill Bradley one day, and I stood on a chair to 
Tower yeah. over What here. a wonderful collection of pictures. I just scrolled through them. There really are some good ones. In there. I wish I could have put more up there. They stopped at 80. so They cut you off at 80? Is that Do a part deal? two, second thread. Or start a second Facebook page. Nah, so one's enough. Uh, let's see. Jackson, my advice is to take advantage of what Circa has to offer, especially the massive stadium swim, which is part Vegas pool, part outdoor sports bar. It will be hopping on Friday. Hopefully your Circa hosts can hook you up for this venue. Otherwise, think what Republic at MGM, Marquee at Cosmo, or Tau Beach at the Venetian. In my opinion, you would want to go to the parent website, Tau Group, and buy tickets in advance to help you get in. Good luck. There you go. I'll be going to that Circa. Who's that from? Uh, just 618. Humble know. brag. That was a humble brag? Well, you could have DM'd him and told him all the places you've been Uh-oh. in Vegas. I prefer, actually, this this venue would be, I prefer to do it on the text line as opposed to my DMs. But I uh, I will definitely be at the stadium swim because we're staying there. Uh, I don't think I'll be buying tickets to go to a pool online beforehand. That, does, that seems like a little bit of overkill. But again, I don't know. I've never been to Vegas. Sinbad was on immediately following the replay of the show yesterday. It's so annoying at this point that I stopped listening altogether. That's from Arbor Day. Wow. Cry me a river, bud. I could care less. I don't play it every day, so stop. It plays at So you're the... saying that is a false statement. It may have played yesterday, but it doesn't play it doesn't play all the time. It plays every ten days. Jackson can attest. I don't know if you remember. Every time you automate something, it tells you exactly the day and when it was last played. You could take care of this. Just take it out of the skeleton, couldn't you? Then it would never play. I ain't taking that out of the skeleton. <laughs> if value, anything, it's a valuable I'll, asset. Yeah, if anything, these types of people want me to play it every day. Like that text right there makes me want to go in after the show to automation and play it immediately. Literally make it sim bad all <laughs> yeah, day. Yeah, like I'll make it sim bad all day. I, I didn't listen to the whole one segment out of 550 segments has got this guy to completely stop listening. Like, dude, look in the mirror, he bro. He hasn't stopped listening. He's just, he's going to bitch, but he listens every day. Now, I told you, it's, it's no big deal, but if you need, like, eight, ten-minute segments to kill, there's got to be, there's 25 of my straight-to-the-web interviews that are edited back there somewhere. Well, I think we well, actually we have, have them start in the system You start now. shoving those in there. Shove them right in. Oh, shove. That's my favorite t- style of automation, just shoving them in there. You play once every two weeks. You Who's got them for two years. straight-to-the-web interview? I really enjoyed my uh, Jamie Lynn Sigler. Yeah, she's great. Post Sopranos. Yeah, she's great. Nina Blackwood. Nina Blackwood's got to be my favorite one. Oof, that's a tough listen. Jamie Lynn and uh, the guy who played uh, AJ do a podcast together. Just started that. Oh really? Yeah. I enjoyed um, Leah Remini. Huh? Leah Remini. Who's that? King of Queens. Oh, I love oh. her too. I love King of Queens. Yeah, the end. I told her I, I made it up. I said, you know, I'm writing this book, and there'll probably be a movie made of the book. I would really like you to be in it and be my love interest. And she said, "Will we make out?" I said, "Of course." She goes, "I'm in." Nice. Very naughty. I've used it a few times. The younger days of King of Queens, she looked absolutely yeah, she did. gorgeous. Uh, your thoughts are welcome on any topic. Uh, Plowhawk, they are really unhappy with your rant. Uh, what? What did I even rant about? Uh, the Sinbad thing. Uh, but it's true. It doesn't play. It plays every 10 days. Or at least, like, at the most, it'll play every 10 days. And Darren blames the boomers. That's from the Slippery Turtle. No, it's like, it's legit. I, I, I'm 100% serious. I don't play anything outside of 10 days being played last. So, like, it, it's, it's an absolute fact. Just because you hear it randomly doesn't mean it plays all the time. I, I assure you each one of these doesn't play for at least a week past. 
Uh, I don't think people that understand that when you complain to Plowhawk, he'll have motivation now to do the opposite Correct. of your ask yep. just to make you more aggravated. That's from Correct. the Crestwood Coyote. So please keep the complaint coming because, I mean, loading up Sinbad every day would make my job easier. So keep the complaint coming. Can that complaint is a false complaint. Now, if there was a legit complaint about the show, about the podcast, about anything that I can help with, I'm fine with. But you wanting to not hear Sinbad every 10 days is not my problem because that, like, that's one of the segments that I'm going to load up and play. I don't actually look for it to play, but you got to time out these segments accordingly. And a Sinbad one is 20 minutes on the dot. It's perfect. Uh, the thing about the show is that you hardly ever do interviews because they don't really fit but then they're an outsized part of the replay because Plowsy doesn't have to do much work. Nope. It's the only reason. And no one thinks they're any good either. That's from Arbor Day. This Arbor Day is coming. But this like, Arbor Day is dude, coming. Through, through May and August, or even earlier than that, you're talking Cardinal Talk that has no, like, talking about a Carlos Martinez star, is Joe <laughs> Kelly going to make the rotation? All those make zero sense. So you got, you're, you're taking a huge chunk of these shows. Now, we don't talk sports all the time. But we, we like to say this word evergreen, and it really it is a lot. It. These segments have to be evergreen, meaning they have to make sense two, three years from now, six, eight months from now. And so it's not because it makes my job easier. I still have to edit every single library that doesn't exist out of there. I have to edit anything that just doesn't seem entertaining. So it's not like it's a set it and forget it style. It, it, it's editing nonetheless. The reason we hear a lot of interview segments those are what we like to call, again, Tim, evergreen. Evergreen content. is our word. Here, here's, a, yes. here's a compliment. Uh, need to compliment the skeleton. Scored some freebies to Queen Bee last night. Left early. I'm one of the olds. Got in the car, and lo, we were treated to Doug's DMV rant, followed by Douglas turning the tables by making you guys read the 2011 Rams and Blues schedules. Wife and I giggled the entire way home. What a delight. That's from Stepdad Gary. Well, the problem with the people that complain is I think Iggy brings it up, too. It's a good point. It's... If you're wanting to hear a specific segment or you don't want to hear a specific segment and you're hearing it on the replay, don't listen to the all-day replay. Go into our app. It's a phenomenal app. You can go to podcast the morning after and find any specific segment you would personally like to hear. If you're wanting just blind entertainment, it's perfect. But if you want to hear a specific segment about 98% of the time, you're not going to hear it because it's so randomized with 450 plus segments. Here's the, listen, I, if I you like listen, I'm sorry, Jackson, but if you listen to a radio station, and it's one of your favorite stations, pick any one, and a song comes on, song comes on that you really don't like, do you do you send an email to the radio station? Uh, I can't believe you played that song. It sucks. You played this Heard yesterday. yesterday too. Yeah. Like, no, you just turn the radio until another song comes on. It's, it's that simple. I would like to I'd like to focus on the positive here. Of oh my God! And stepdad Gary's text because when we originally came over here to Hubbard. In my mind is exactly what stepdad Gary just said. Leaving a, a Beyonce concert is a certainly an outstanding example, but anything, leaving a Cardinal game, going uh, to and fro work, or a situation might come up where you're driving home late at night or something, and you turn on TMA all day and you get a classic like D Doug's DMV rant, followed by Douglas. What a one two punch, Plowsy, by right? the way. Right? Yeah, but I don't get and, thanked and, for that. And people laughing on the way home. That, that right there is what TMA all day in its and it's halcyon moments is. Well, I like that halcyon. And so you got to take the good with the bad, and I think uh, Stepdad Gary's text is just that that brings magic and uh, a big smile to my face. And if you're listening to this all day, 
we have a lot of things to discuss about your life, and it's it's not how many times I play Simbad. It's like you need to find a hobby, you know, <laughs> you, you know, go on a bike ride, you know, join a golf league, you know, have a poker night with your boys. Right. But like listening to them for twenty hours a day and then complaining about it is super toxic. Take a stripper weird. to the zoo. Yeah, I, oh, that actually sounds like a fun little day. Uh, fun little day would be uh, going out in the back and uh, chipping and putting, and that's what you can do with clubhouse turf. Driving the ball 300 yards is cool. might impress your buddies. But scoring a mouse to getting the ball in the hole. How many times have you hit a great drive only to miss the green skull a chip and three-putt your way to a double bogey? While tour players get up and down two-thirds of the time, scratch golfers still only get up and down around half the time. Thus, the best way to lower your scores is to improve your short game. And that's why tour players like world number one John Rahm and Max Homa have installed celebrity greens in their backyards. Anyone can put down fake turf and call it a putting green, but if you want a golf green that putts true and gives you real grass performance when practicing chips, pitches, and bunker shots, the only way to do it is to call Clubhouse Turf, St. Louis's exclusive partner of Celebrity Greens. 314-834-2339. That's 314-834-2339. Or visit clubhouseturf.com and let them know you are a TMA listener. Jackson, now tell the people about Mark Hanna. Oh, Mark Hanna of Evergreen Wealth Strategies. That's my guy. That's, uh, that's who I work with. Doug works with him. Uh, the aforementioned Prod Joe works with him. And just a ton of our listeners work with Mark Hanna. And uh, I've talked to listeners. like They're like, I'm about to start working with Mark Hanna. What do you think I should talk about in that first meeting? It's like, you just talk about like Mark, Mark's going to ask you the right questions. He's going to find out information about you. And he's going to give you a plan that works for you. It's not going to be a cookie-cutter plan that, oh, I got a guy who's you know around your age and around your salary, so this plan works for him. No, no, no. He's going to custom make a plan for you, educate you on it, and then you make the decision to go forward with that plan. And then if you need to make a change, because we all know that life has a ton of variables, you get on the phone with Mark Hanna, and he can help guide you through any issue you may have. That's what sets Mark apart is his ability to convey his message to his client. That's why I work with Mark Hanna. That's why you should work with Mark Hanna as well. 314-889-0503 or go online at evergreenstl.com. That's Mark Hanna. Evergreen Wall Strategy. So we we have a second soundbite here from Francesa on uh, Barstool yesterday. What is he uh, talking about in this one, Plowhawk Jackson, uh, my nurse? He's talking about the dynamic he has with his audience and more so with the callers and his callers. Got yeah. it. You kind of created this whole world with your callers as well. Yeah. That I feel like that really became. I treat the callers the way everybody wants to treat them, but nobody does. Yes. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Okay? yeah. I treated yeah. them honestly. <laughs> right. This is, this is how I depicted it because so many so many people come to me and say. Oh, you know what? You hate the audience. And I say, excuse me, I cherish the audience. I challenge the callers. There's a great difference. Mm -hmm. First of all, 2% of the audience, maybe even 1% of the audience calls. That's it. Yeah. And here's how I always explained it. I'm on the stage. I'm standing on the stage. And this person walks out onto the stage. Now, yeah, right. they had the You're nerve the to walk out onto the stage. Yes. Right. Okay, they thought they had something worthy of contributing. Well, damn, contribute it. And if it sucks, I'm going to tell you it's yeah. okay. If it's dumb, I'm going to tell you it's dumb. <laughs> and if it's good, I'll tell you it's good. And but I expect you to bring something to the table because of the fact that you came to do this. Mm -hmm. Don't come there and just try to derail my show or ruin it. So I would react the way I would expect somebody to react and. I, I couldn't be this person who was like, some guy would ask the dumbest question in the world, and, oh, thank you for calling. Yeah. Uh, give me a break. <laughs>
Nobody I does love it. that. I do Nobody like does that. that. You could oh. see the blood pressure rise just for a second there. You could tell he was got someone asking Giambi again. And he started <laughs> oh, to get. He started to get upset. I, think, I know. I know. We only hear the bad calls. But I guarantee, ninety percent, ninety percent of his calls are like that now. Oh, he doesn't. Be, well, he doesn't take calls on his podcast. But yeah. before he did that, people right. called just to rile him up, and he would do. And it got to be the same shtick. Hey, we don't hold an hour and a half for that. Ah. He is well, an absolute Steven legend Bamberg. out there in New York, though, man. They they worship. Mike well, I think Francis. he's a legend in general. That has to get so old. Although, like, I I love the calls, and I hope they keep coming in terms of you know whatever platform he ends up being on that he can take calls but that got to get old i mean every single call he has a great take and i'm not saying that happens often but let's say he has a great take he's peacocking around hmm. and you just get your call or it's just hey weren't jason giambi hitting in the lineup tonight it's like that would be tough but i would say that from a national perspective certainly in the later portion of his career the stupid giambi calls and hey mike can i slap your big butt cheeks hey mike i want to slap your big butt cheeks perfect great uh made them relevant you know like like i know i wouldn't have really i mean i would i have family out there so i guess i would have heard him once or twice but i would have never really known who he was if i didn't watch like a compilation of Frances after dark where he talks about someone giving it to him for nine innings Mm. but yeah that's the thing he he brings it on himself a lot like i do that too on this show quite a bit that's why i get a grilling all the time and which is most of the time well deserved well, he's um, also a buffoon on there. Yeah, I don't think he understands that he does bring it on, like, a, a lot of things. He says a lot of rants. He does kind of flip-flop on takes as well. I know everybody in that business for 30-plus years are going to flip-flop on takes, but he brings a little bit of those on himself. The Stan Lee thing was unreal. <laughs> the he he could all. be the greatest clip I have ever heard in my life. Who that? Oh, by the way, who cares? <laughs> that gets me every time. So there are Jesus. some memorable clips that he has that will never be taken away. Uh, last night on uh, Monday Night Football, uh, Joe Buck and Troy Aikman, I guess it was their first game for yeah. the year, Commanders and Ravens. I watched a little bit of it. Uh, they were talking about uh, Hard Knocks and then also Joe's, uh, I believe it was three episodes of his HBO program came up as, uh, well, let's uh, take a listen. Hard Knocks has been so fun to watch as Jake Fromm takes over at quarterback for Washington and hands off. Hand off to Derek Gorn. A nice carry to start this possession for the Commanders who trail by eight. And I, I'm going to rank them in, in, in order of importance. Aaron Rodgers, Hard Knocks. The Mentalist. Is number two on my list, <laughs> and Liev Schreiber, yep. uh, the voiceover, the voice of God, as uh, Aaron Rodgers has said, 41 times, uh, is is number three. Pretty cocky coming in on a helicopter, huh? <laughs> <laughs> I had a show once at HBO. <laughs> <laughs> And all that well. Uh, from <laughs> Paging Jake from. Yep. Yeah, that's an ad lib uh, convention right there. It's the, a the preseason second half. You yeah. better believe it. Well, did you see the new commander's owner and his brief oh my uh, God. moment in the booth yesterday? So Buck is kind of yeah. doing this, talking with his hands a little bit, and he leaves his hand out there for a second. And Josh Harris, the new owner, goes and shakes his hand. Dude, Tim, oh, I'm not kidding. To look it's, it oh, I gotta go look for this. Brutal. Like I've been in that situation where like something happens like that, but never on national the, television. When I just bought a 
five Whoa. billion dollar asset. And he like, looks like an alien doing it too. Like it's like where do I put my hands? Dude. Like he just it was. Oh my god! It is so awkward. <laughs> I hate awkward moments. I feel terrible for him because looked at it. Yeah, he's uh, taken over for Dan Snyder, which is a whole thing. And his first public appearance, he tries to shake Joe Buck's hand when he wasn't going for a hand. And Aikman, like, laughs in his, like, because like, <laughs> he knows, he knows, knows him and Joe are going to talk about that forever. Yeah. Oh, my oh, God. I feel terrible with this guy. Oh, God. I just looked at He looks like a guy that you'll see walking out of the casino at about 6 in the morning after losing about $40,000. That's what this guy looks like, yeah. except he now owns the Commanders. With yeah. one of his female friends. Holy That's the guy crap. I want to do Man on the Street interviews with, is the guy like that. That That's actually, is what I might do is wake up really early, like early for me, like, you know, 4 a.m. Vegas time, so that would be an hour before our show starts, and just do Man on the Street with people coming out of the casino at 4 a.m., and seeing if they're up or they're down. It's the people still yeah. pounding the slot button. I'm mm. like, oh, boy, it's 450. What do you think about the future of Luke and Baker? And then yeah. tell me. Go hang out at a pawn shop, and as they go in, need, need airfare back home. Oh, dude, I bet the pawn shops are really depressing. Oh. That's where that one show was at, right? The pawn shop. Oh, Pawn Stars? Yeah. Pawn Stars. Pawn, yeah, Chum Lee. Uh, get involved in the program. 314881 TMA5EDF group text inbox. Email in for our design, air, heating, and cooling email of the day. And call in 6369004TMA. James Carlton has 325 five star reviews. This one just posted uh, three weeks ago by Ellie MacArthur. Quote We have been State Farm customers for 40 plus years. My daughter had a freak issue with her car. We were out of town at the time. The claim was not an easy one based upon several difficult and unusual factors. Stephanie kept in constant contact with us, worked between us, the dealership where the car was towed, and the State Farm corporate claims team. Her hard work and determination was the key to getting the claim successfully resolved. I firmly believe without her strong claims experience and her commitment to us as the insured, this would not have ended well. Thanks again, Stephanie. That's from Ellie MacArthur on the James Carlton Google reviews. 325 five-star reviews for James Carlton and his staff on Google. He is my insurance agent, and I would love for him to become your insurance agent. 314-961-4800 or go online at carltoninsurance.net. If you are in the market for a home, work with Jeff Lotman of Compass Realty. He has been doing it in St. Louis for more than two decades and half a billion in sales. It's tough right now because the house goes on the market. It's gone very quickly because there just isn't a lot of supply. So having a real estate agent in the know who might have some info that uh, could be valuable to beat people to the punch on a home, that is where you need a connection like Jeff Lottman. J-E-F-F-L-O-T-T-M-A-N-N.com. That's Jeff Lottman of Compass Realty. He switched to Compass to establish Compass as the luxury brand in St. Louis. He sold the most expensive home in St. Louis history. It was written about in the Wall Street Journal, but it's not just about high price points. Luxury is an expensive Experience, not a price point. Jeff Lotman's at J-E-F-F-L-O-T-T-M-A-N-N.com. That's J-E-F-F-L-O-T-T-M-A-N-N.com. Jeff Lotman of Compass Realty. Once you find the house you want, you got to get the home, and you get it with Ryan Kelly at thehomeloanexpert.com. Get pre-approved with Ryan Kelly so you are ready to go because it is going to be competitive when the time comes when the home you want is on the market, I assure you of that. People are telling stories. Kind of brings you back to 2021. Different reasoning this time. But people are uh, putting bids in that are above 
asking price. Make sure you are ready to go. You cannot wait. Get taken care of with thehomeloanexpert.com. I've been pre-approved with thehomeloanexpert.com. Super easy process. And I've also refinanced with Ryan Kelly. And I've sent my family members and friends to Ryan Kelly over the years. He is thehomeloanexpert.com. And that is where you can begin the process of finding your dream home with Ryan Kelly, thehomeloanexpert.com. Send your emails in for our design, air, heating, and cooling. Email today, the morning after at InsideSTL.com. Comes your way at 945 on Balloon Party. Jackson and I will get our asses ripped. Um, but uh, Taylor Twelman will be with us to talk doggies. Seven points clear of LAFC in the Western Conference. And, and what do we have coming your way uh, today, in addition to Taylor Twelman, presented by Together Credit Union on Balloon Party, which is driven by Munganas, St. Louis Acura, and Alton Toyota. What, 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 what pray tell? Uh, we'll have the little pills half and half. Half and half. And I'm also curious Taylor's opinion on like where he thinks Inter Miami and Messi can go because they've looked unstoppable when looking like an absolute dumpster fire. Yeah, winning the League's Cup with that sick shootout. I wonder where he thinks like what the ceiling is because like or what the, this team would look like if Messi had been there the whole year. I think that's such an interesting story. I think we're living in a really cool time if you like soccer here in America. Uh, they are at the, I mean, what a random thing. They win the League's Cup, but they're in last place in the Eastern Conference, right. and they have the fewest amount of points of any team in MLS. So that's uh, last out of 29 teams. But keep in mind, uh, 8 and 9 play a wild card game to get into the playoffs in each conference, and that uh, they are 14 back of the ninth place team, the Chicago Fire. Yeah, imagine seeing you Messi against the dogs for oh, the whole shooting match. That would be incredible. That would be so awesome. But like imagine if you're like the number one seed in the East and you get you, you get the one seed and you yeah. gotta go up against best of three series against Messi, yeah. Sergio Busquets, and Jordi Alba. It like, seems a little fair. unfair <laughs> well, midway just, through the year, but I, I that's get that's how soccer works. Transfer window. There's always a secondary transfer window in the middle of the season. But it's just there's so many leagues that you can pick from in well, terms yeah, of that. Well, yeah, it's like a trade deadline in baseball. Yeah, that's – God, what a pickup. Because they look like the best team in the freaking league now. Yeah, that, that is tough because, like, there's fantasy EPL out there. And Harry Kane, who is one of the best strikers in English Premier League, got, tr- got a transferred to Germany like two days before the season started. So people who picked him with, like, the third overall pick are screwed. Because not only oh. did he get traded, he got traded out of the league. He's no longer playing in that league. So it's brutal. Side note, Christian Pulisic looks legit on AC Milan. Captain America. Uh, that's all coming your way at about, uh, what, 10, 15, 10, 30, 10, 30? Uh, 12 and 10, 30, all of the fun and games around that in the, uh, in the hours, or I'm sorry, minutes before and after. There it is, uh, Balloon Party on 101 ESPN, driven by Munganas, St. Louis Acura, and Alton Toyota. We'll take a commercial break, come back with our 9 o'clock hour here on the Ryan Kelly Morning After from the Michelob Ultra Studios.